0: In an area of space known as the Courtyard, the Federation ship moves across the stars patrolling the borders between three civilizations. Its mission? Maintain peace and to remain ever watchful in endless vigilance. Stardate
1: two three eight one point one six
2: three.
3: Commander Valdor, not that it is currently needed, but I trust you are fully capable if I leave the bridge in your hands. The bridge won't go anywhere, Commander. <laughs> Indeed. Commander Valdor, you have the con until I or the Captain returns. In the event that you need me, I will be on my daily tour. Very well, Commander.
4: Though I doubt it.
5: Very good, crewman. Please make sure the supply order list is provided to Captain Quinn. Thank you.
3: Ensign? You're managing the supply order?
5: Yes, sir. I was just checking the supply list before having a crewman provide it to the captain. Correct me
3: if I'm wrong, Ensign. Is that not the duty of the chief engineer?
5: Well, I... um... he... he asked me to oversee the list, Commander.
3: And where is Lieutenant Commander Reznov?
5: well, sir, he well, they I I believe they are um,
3: out with it, Ensign uh,
5: C- Commander Reznov told me he was having Lin, uh, I mean Ensign Huai Chang shadow him for a supply run on Cure Station
3: Ensign, why would he need to do that if he's asked you to prepare the supply list for the captain
5: um I don't know, sir
3: Computer, where is the current location of Lieutenant Commander Reznov?
0: Lieutenant Commander Reznov is not aboard USS Vigilance.
3: Yes, Computer, I am aware of that. Where is he? Lieutenant Commander Reznov is on the promenade deck aboard Cure Station. Is the Lieutenant Commander getting a new wardrobe, Benson? How long before the ship is ready to get underway once you have the supplies?
5: About seven hours, sir?
3: Seven? Well, since your immediate superior seems to be off at the tailor's, that job falls to you until he returns. Is that clear? Yes, sir. Also, you will confirm that the crewman has carried out your orders. Off you go. Minions.
6: Captain on the bridge.
0: Lieutenant Draw, I would like you to personally see to the delivery and storage of the supplies that are expected to arrive at 1100 hours. These additional supplies may be necessary when we find the Citadel. Certainly, Captain.
2: Commander Reznov, it's Captain Quinn.
0: Quinn here. Go ahead.
2: I can have her ready to fly in approximately four hours.
0: Excellent news. Can you break away for a senior officer's meeting in the ready room in 10?
2: I'll get there as soon as I can.
0: Acknowledged. Quinn out. Captain Quinn to Vigilance crew. We will be heading back to the last known location of the Citadel. We will continue our search. Hopefully we may find some clue as to what's happened. Any non-essential available crew members that could assist with the delivery and storage of additional emergency supplies, please report to Lieutenant Draw in Shuttle Bay 1 at 1100 hours. All senior officers, please report to the ready room for 1000 hours. Quinn out. Ensign? I want you there as well.
6: Yes, sir.
3: Computer. Begin Lieutenant Commander Wilfred Hawthorne's official report. Subject, concerning Commander Mitchell Quinn. Recipient, Commodore Stephen Williamson. Star date 2381.1... <coughs>
0: Captain Quinn to Vigilance crew, we will be heading back to the last known location of the Citadel. We will continue our search. Hopefully we may find some clue as to what's happened. Any non-essential available crew members that could assist with the delivery and storage of additional emergency supplies, please report to Lieutenant Draw in Shuttle Bay 1 at 1100 hours. All senior officers, please report to the ready room for 1000 hours. Quinn out.
3: Seriously? I can't even begin my damn report before Quinn the Almighty calls. Who the hell does Quinn think he is, that everyone should be at his damn beck and call every second of the damn day? Well, I have damn reports I need to finish as well, but is that ever considered? No, that's not considered. Why do we need to file reports? No, we don't need to file reports. It's not as if Starfleet isn't a record-keeping official representative of the United Federation of Planets. No, on this ship, it's Quinn, this, it's couldn't that dress uniform, that. Who does he think he is, a damned admiral? And what am I, first officer Minion? Damn it. <laughs> What the hell is it now?
0: Coffee with hazelnut cream. 75 degrees.
6: Captain, could I try one of those?
0: Ah. Computer, make that too. Anybody else want something since I'm here? No, sir.
1: Thank you, but no.
2: Thank you. Sorry I'm late.
0: That's all right. We're just about to start. Want something to drink, Nikolai?
2: No, I'm good. Thanks, though.
0: Okay, let's start. I want ideas on how we can resume our search for the Citadel in the shortest amount of time in an area that encompasses a large amount of space. I also want ideas that will prevent us getting caught with our pants down, like we were with the Klingon birds of prey.
4: I will try to enhance our sensor range. I am certain I can boost the range moderately without losing signal strength or width. We can then develop a search pattern that will utilize our sensors to their maximum efficiency. I believe I can adjust our tactical
7: sensors to increase our chances of picking up the presence of other vessels. This, along with Commander Valdor's suggestion, may also increase our range as well.
8: If we can utilize the deflector dish, I may be able to boost the range of our communication
2: signal. I can work with Dulan and Max to try and incorporate picking up on ion and warp signatures at a longer range. This might help with detecting the Citadel or their life pods, possibly getting a ping on any cloaked ships in the area.
6: Captain, if I incorporate the tactical sensor display at my control panel to receive real-time information, it would improve reaction time.
0: Excellent. Please keep me informed of your progress.
2: Just as long as you don't vent any plasma again.
6: Oh! Really, Commander, a a minor inconvenience to you gave us a superior tactical advantage.
2: Minor? Oh, wait. Why should I expect anything different from a space jockey? A
6: a s-space jockey? Who are you calling a space jockey, you grease- I'm sorry, Captain.
2: That's all right, and- Grease monkey, huh? (laughs) I've got an idea. Since I already know what it takes to be a space jockey, because, well, Mitch over here is one- why don't you come down sometime to engineering, and I will show you exactly what we grease monkeys do. Maybe you'll actually learn something.
6: Oh, really?
0: I think that would be an excellent idea. Don't you think, Ensign Shivari? Yes, sir. Meeting adjourned. And, Nikolai? When she does visit, go easy on her.
2: Nits, of course not.
8: Is everything all right, Lieutenant Max?
7: Pardon me, Lieutenant?
8: I asked if everything is all right.
7: Everything is fine. Why do you ask?
8: Excuse me, sir, but I couldn't help feeling your frustration.
7: My frustration? You must be mistaken.
8: I'm sorry, Lieutenant. My mistake. I'll leave you be.
7: It appears that I am having some issue with recalibrating the tactical sensors since making the modifications... Can I help? I would appreciate that, Lieutenant.
8: Okay. Let's see what we have.
2: Ops to Commodore Williamson.
9: Williamson here.
2: Reporting that USS Vigilance is underway and has just gone to warp, sir.
9: Thank you, Ops. Please keep me informed regarding any and all updates from Vigilance. Williamson out. Rack to Geno. Lieutenant Commander Wilfred Hawthorne's official report. Subject concerning Commander Mitchell Quinn. Commodore Williamson, it is my belief that our current CO is incapable of proper command of a starship. Hmm. Improper decorum while conducting himself with a foreign dignitary. Uh, Lack of respect for policy and procedures... Shifting crew members without consulting his XO, showing favoritism for various crew members, engaging in frivolous activities with subordinates. (laughs) It is my recommendation that command of this ship should be transferred to someone capable of representing the United Federation of Planets with the respect and poise it deserves. And let me guess, Wilfred, that someone would be you? Oh, Commander.
10: (laughs) If you keep hugging me, I can't set the table. You know I enjoy it when you indulge in your human side. Especially when it comes to hosting dinner guests. What?
8: You don't set dinner tables on Delta IV?
10: Well, of course we do. But not nearly as cute as you do. Oh, really?
8: Yes, really. Behave yourself! She's gonna be here
10: any second. Why don't you go get us a bottle of something? (sighs) Well, I guess I can do that. And I know just the thing. Two bottles of Endorian Ale. Computer. Three jigger glasses, please.
8: Two bottles? You are certainly aiming to impress the Ensign, aren't you?
10: Should I be jealous? What do you think?
8: Seriously though,
10: I know you felt it from her. Whatever do you mean?
8: Stop! You know what I mean. She has been sending off empathic waves so hard, I wouldn't be surprised if you felt it from three decks away.
10: (laughs) I think I may have felt a slight ripple. Yeah, right. I wonder who it is. I honestly couldn't say. But if I had to guess, I'd think it's the captain. Oh, really? And you think this why? Well, Lieutenant Max asked me why Lieutenant Commander Hawthorne would mumble under his breath when Shivari said to the captain how dashing he looked at his dress threads. Wait a second. I heard from the crewman who was
8: with the transporter chief that when the Romulan ambassador arrived, the captain fumbled with his words during
10: introductions. Oh, no. He was in sickbay. And... Oh. I remember you telling me.
8: Do you think Jera knows? Poor girl. Poor
10: girl. What do you think we should do, Rhea? I don't know, but you had better think of something because she came to you for help. I'm only here by proxy. Really? That's not helping. Don't worry. I got your back. I would recommend we don't tell her about the Captain and the Ambassador. Agreed.
2: Come in. So, explain to me why I'm here again.
0: Because I asked you, that's why.
7: Lieutenant Commander Reznov, welcome to advanced hand-to-hand combat.
2: Call me Nikolai, and thanks, but doubt I'll learn anything useful. And why do you think that, Lieutenant Nikolai? Well... To be blunt, unlike Mitch, I actually know how to use these. And they've served me very well in the past. Ooh,
0: Max, that sounded like a challenge to me. Nikolai, would you care to
7: spar with me so I can see just how good you are? Sparring? With you?
2: It would be my pleasure. Hey, Nikolai,
0: you planning on hitting him anytime soon?
2: (sighs) Me? I'm just getting started.
0: <laughs> Somehow I doubt that. Actually,
7: Nikolai is quite good considering he has never had any formal training.
2: Hey, what's that supposed to mean?
7: It is not an insult, just a statement of fact. Even though you lack formal training, you are very aware of your surroundings and able to adapt quickly. You also possess the natural instincts to anticipate your opponent. Unlike the captain, I found it a challenge to get through your defenses. Ouch. Sorry, Captain.
2: Don't be sorry, Max. Mitch already knows I'm better than him. I've been protecting his ass since we were kids. Hey, wait a second. Okay, let's get to it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
9: <laughs> you can't
8: be serious.
6: I mean it! Here I am flying a lag pursuit curve, moving into a standard diamond slot formation against my lead. I can just see the enemy fighters performing a standard strafe run. They were hitting our starboard, and there was no way our lead was going to survive the attack at our current vector. I turned my nose at a negative 15 degree angle, hit the throttle, and broke formation. I blew past our lead and killed the engine with just enough power to turn my fighter on a perpendicular vector to the enemy fighters. I fired with all I had just before the lieutenant yelled at me from the control panel and ended the simulation. You're bad. I love it. You must have been in so much trouble. The lieutenant wouldn't stop yelling at me for ten straight minutes. You're not supposed to break formation. The principles of formation are there for a reason. Starfleet does not condone Mavericks. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't
8: Captain Quinn attend flight school?
6: Yes, and Mitch did a similar maneuver. However, from what I've read, he was in the lead pursuit and throttled up on a 60-degree angle, performing a modified Jaeger maneuver and firing upon the enemy inverted. Wow. Okay, so listen. Out with it. We can sense your emotions. Who is it? Whatever do you mean? Jira. I can't tell you. Other than it's a senior officer. That's my dilemma.
10: Hmm.
6: I'm sensing more from you. Is it hesitation? Would you get out of my head? I mean, come on. I'm just an ensign. (laughs) I can't help it if you're oozing it like the stench from a Vulcan sea lot. But there's a slight problem. Well, what is it? There's another. And I'm not sure I can compete with her. Well, what does she have? that you don't his attention (laughs) but i'll tell you the first time he spoke to me i was taken aback i had to catch my breath before i could respond i've never experienced that with anybody it was hard for me to refer to him by his first name during the poker game but now it seems right well starfleet protocols don't prohibit relations between
8: senior and junior officers but I can see the other her being a problem for you.
10: Unless you could find a way to make it work for all three of you. Excuse me? Well, not at the same time. It's a balance. Uh Uh-huh.
8: I don't think that's necessarily a good
10: idea. Actually,
6: that might be a good idea. Really? Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, ladies, thank you for the wonderful night. I really enjoyed myself. You outdid yourselves, especially with the Andorian ale. I, however, have some thinking to do. Good night, you two. I'll see you on shift in the morning.
10: Really? What? Are you actually
8: suggesting that Shivari has a romantic relationship with the captain while he is having a romantic relationship with the ambassador?
10: Well, love is love.
0: Captain Quinn to Lieutenant Max.
7: Go ahead, Captain.
0: You didn't forget about breakfast, did you?
7: No, sir. I will be there shortly.
0: Okay. Quinn out.
2: So is he coming?
0: Apparently, but he sounds a bit reluctant. What are you hoping for, Mitch? Uh, I'm hoping that Max will relax more and loosen up socially. Since attending his combat class, I've noticed that he's sounding less automated with each session.
2: Oh, for your sake, I hope he loosens up quicker. What
0: are you implying, Nikolai?
2: (laughs) I don't know how much longer you can keep getting your ass kicked like you are. Can't spend your entire time in... Sirs. Unless you plan on eating standing up. Have a seat. Thank you. Wow, are you really going to eat all that?
0: Yes. I assume that you have a very high metabolism, Max? Yes, sir, I do. Is that why you normally eat in your quarters? Correct. I don't wish to offend anyone.
2: <laughs>
7: Pardon me, sir?
0: <laughs> what my friend here is trying to say, with a mouth full of food, is it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. But, sir, I am not
2: like everyone else. So, who are you like, then? The Borg. Really? You have a head with a brain. Two arms and legs, and a heart beating in your chest. That sounds pretty damn human to me. But
7: I have things in me that normal humans don't.
2: So? Do they define who you are? Or do you define who you are?
7: Excuse me, sir?
2: Let me try another way. While Mitch and I were at the academy, we got to know a young cadet by the name of Samantha. She was amazing. Very, very smart. Other than me, she was the best engineering student the academy ever saw. She graduated top in her class and she did all this with cybernetic prosthetic arms and hands that she controlled via a chip implanted right into her brain. Now she lost her limbs in a childhood accident but that didn't seem to deter her. She went right on with her life. Now do you think the prosthetic limbs and chip implant defined her? Or do you think Samantha herself would defined who she was?
0: Like you, Samantha didn't ask for what happened to her. She was the type of person that wouldn't allow it to define who she wanted to be.
7: I I think I understand what you mean. Thank you, sirs.
2: Good, because I'm hungry and my eggs are getting cold.
0: Full stop.
6: Aye, Captain. Full stop.
0: Lieutenant Max,
7: status? Tactical sensors are operational, and the modifications appear to be working. I am not detecting any other ships in the area, sir.
0: Excellent. Okay everyone, let's get to work.
4: Captain, I have a complete scan of the immediate area and ready to proceed to our next vector.
0: Okay Ensign, commence Valdor search pattern one at one quarter impulse.
6: Aye Captain.
2: Captain, we're no longer able to pick up the Citadel's warp signature.
3: Thanks, Commander. Captain, I recommend we go to yellow
0: alert. Agreed. Yellow alert.
2: What are you thinking?
0: How does a ship the size of the Citadel just disappear? A ship that size vanishing without a trace? It's impossible, sir.
2: Have to agree with him.
0: And if it was destroyed, we would have debris the size of a small asteroid field.
4: Lieutenant, anything on comms?
8: Nothing, sir.
4: Captain, picking up an unusual reading from the sensors dead ahead. On viewer. I don't see anything. What did the sensors pick up? I don't, sir. It appears to be residual energy signature reading, but I'm unable to discern its origin. Computer, what is the nature of the residual energy signature picked up by the sensors?
9: Energy signature
4: unknown. Well, that can't be right. Sir, I've picked up something on the sensors near the residual energy signature. Magnify viewer. Nikolai, does that look like a piece of debris from a wreckage?
2: Yeah. Looks like it, all right.
3: Sensor readings suggest that it's a small piece of a ship's hull. Let's get it aboard. Commander Hawthorne to transport a Chief.
11: Go ahead, sir.
3: I'm sending you the coordinates of a piece of debris. I want you to beam it aboard into the shuttle bay. I'll make certain it's inside a quarantine field.
0: Stand by. Signal locked.
7: Quarantine field initiated. Ready to transport, sir.
3: Initiate transport.
7: Transport complete.
3: Very well. Hawthorne out.
7: Captain, sensors are picking up five ships about to drop out of warp. They appear to be small raider ships of Orion, Nausican, and Ferengi design. Red alert!
0: Belay that last! Captain, I must insist that I do not want to provoke an attack if I can help it. Five raider ships coming out of warp, directly ahead.
2: Lieutenant, hail them. Oh, this should prove interesting.
8: They're answering our hail, Captain.
0: On screen. I am Commander Mitchell Quinn, Captain of the USS Vigilance. To whom am I speaking?
12: I am Captain Ner. Lower your shields and prepare to be boarded. Your ship now belongs to me.
0: Oh. And if I say no?
12: Then you will be destroyed they are powering weapons and shields
0: in that case no screen off red alert ensign evasive action full
2: impulse Mitch, i'll be in engineering
0: shields holding max target the engines on the two closest raiders fire <laughs> Shields down to 85%. Ensign, Quinn Beta-2. Now! Take them out! <laughs> one ship neutralized. One ship destroyed. Ensign, 65 degrees to starboard, plus 10 degrees Z-axis. Fire! Weapons out, ship neutralized. Shields down to 70%. Ensign, get ready for Shivari Gamma 1. What are you thinking, Captain? Lieutenant Max, ready one photon torpedo and target the vented plasma.
6: The commander won't like this.
0: Ready, Ensign? Now! Lieutenant Max, fire photon torpedo, now! Both raiders are destroyed, Captain. Lieutenant Max, Status?
7: Shields are holding at 65%. Three raiders destroyed, one neutralized, and is retreating at warp. Captain No's ship is adrift and it's losing life support.
3: Reports coming in. Minor hull damage, and the crew reporting no casualties. Only minor injuries. Acknowledged.
0: Stand down, red alert. Ensign, get us alongside that ship. Captain Quinn to transporter chief. Chief here, go ahead, captain. We are nearing the pirate ship. Prepare to transport the one humanoid directly to the brig. Aye, Captain. Captain Quinn to the brig.
11: Brig here, sir.
0: Prepare to receive one prisoner. Aye, sir. Transporter chief, initiate transport.
11: Initiated. Brig to bridge. We have one Noskin detained in the brig.
0: Excellent. Quinn out.
2: Commander Reznov to Captain Quinn. Quinn here. Can I assume by the lack of phaser fire that it's over?
0: Yes, it's over. How are we looking?
2: Oh, other than some minor bumps and scratches and the venting of plasma, I'd say we're pretty good.
0: I'm glad to hear that, Nikolai. Make sure you get your people seen by the doctor.
2: Didn't you hear me? That blue-skinned vixen vented plasma. Again!
6: You're quite welcome, Commander. What? What?
0: That was my call, Nikolai. Don't blame her. Quinn out. Commander Hawthorne, I'll be in the brig. You have the con. Keep an eye out for more raiders. Aye, Captain. I have the con. Great job, everyone.
1: Hold on, crewman. You have some minor lacerations on your forehead and a slight concussion. Please hold still. I'm going to administer an analgesic for the pain, and we'll use a dermal regenerator for that cut. Thank you, Doctor. My pleasure, crewman. Pending we don't run into any more hostile company, I'd like you to take it easy for a few days. If you begin to notice any dizziness, you will report back here. Do you understand? Yes, Doctor. Alright, there you are, crewman. Nurse, how are we doing?
10: Nothing serious, Doctor. Mostly bumps and bruises, but no casualties to report.
1: That's good news. Alright, let's finish up with these last few patients and get them back to their posts.
10: On it, Doctor! Doctor! Since I'm sure you can deal with the remaining lacerations and contusions, I trust I am no longer needed.
1: No, thank you for your assistance. Computer, deactivate the emergency medical hologram. Doctor!
2: Help, we have someone. I think her arm is broken.
1: Take her to side bed 2 I'll be right there. Nurse, please give me an osteo-regenerator and a splint.
10: Yes, sir. Doctor,
1: report. Just minor wounds, bumps and bruises, A broken bone or two, but no serious casualties, sir.
0: Understood, Doctor. Quinn out.
1: Alright, let's see what we can do about this arm, shall we? Bumps and bruises, a broken bone or two, but no serious casualties, sir.
0: Understood, Doctor. Quinn out. Captain? Ensign, how's our prisoner? Hasn't said a word, sir. Captain Nur, I hope you're comfortable. Is there anything I can get you? Something to eat or drink?
12: You can let me out of here so I can wrap my hands around your neck.
0: Now, now, Captain. Try to calm yourself. As I recall, it was you who threatened my ship, so your situation is entirely a result of your own actions. So, what now?
8: Lieutenant draw to Captain Quinn.
0: Quinn here. Go ahead.
8: I was able to download information from the Nausicaan ship's computer.
0: Excellent. Put it through to the Briggs computer panel.
8: Standby. Coming through now, sir.
0: Got it. Quinn out. Uh.
12: Interesting. I demand you let me out of here.
0: Not until you answer some questions first.
12: I don't answer to you,
0: human. I think it would be in your best interest to answer my questions. I might have some sway in which penal colony you end up in, and trust me, your choices are not very good to begin with, considering you attacked a Federation starship. Which, as it happens, is my ship.
12: You can't threaten me!
0: I believe that I was just providing simple fact and not a threat
12: tell me your questions, and I will decide which I will answer.
0: Well, to start, why were you here? Your ship's computers show that you have come to these exact coordinates twice, so that tells me that you arrived here by design and not by accident. Why? Computer, Captain's Log Supplemental. The Nosakan captain is still refusing to explain why his ships attacked the Vigilance. And considering his ship's computers confirm the same coordinates and time as the USS Citadel's, it stands to reason that the Nosakan captain is also responsible for what occurred to the Citadel. Therefore, it is my recommendation that Hey, wait!
12: We didn't attack that other ship. We were sent to get salvage. Tell me everything you know, Captain. It appears that I have information that you want, but it will come at a price.
0: And what is this price?
12: My freedom.
0: You attacked a Federation starship. What makes you think the information you have is worth your freedom?
12: Oh, it is. And I have proof.
0: Proof? What proof?
12: As a sign of good faith, I will tell you what I have hidden on my ship.
0: Okay. I'll play along for a while. What do you have hidden on your ship?
12: I have a hidden compartment behind the cockpit, where you will find two pieces of salvage. Find them, and we will talk.
0: Captain Quinn to Commander Hawthorne.
12: Hawthorne here.
0: The Nausicaan captain said he has something hidden in a compartment behind his cockpit. Can you scan the ship for it and let me know what you find?
3: Stand by. Commander Valdor has found a hidden compartment. And what appears to be two pieces of metal. One of which seems to match the hull plating on the Citadel.
0: Transport them to Shuttle Bay 1. Aye, Captain. Quinn out. I'm told there were two pieces of ship debris in your hidden compartment. And? It appears one of the pieces may be from the Federation ship we're looking for. Did you attack it?
12: I will say this, Captain. I did not attack that ship. It came along with the other base. But if you want any more information, it'll cost you my freedom.
0: We will talk again soon, Captain. Captain Quinn to Commander Valdor.
4: Commander Valdor here.
0: Commander, have you been able to determine the origins of the two pieces of metal?
4: I have confirmed that one piece matches the piece we recently found. And the other? It appears to be from a Klingon ship, but further analysis is required.
0: Understood. Quinn out. Ensign, no one is to talk to the Nausicaan without my permission.
11: Aye, Captain.
2: Truman! Where are those readings for the plasma transfer that I asked for? And will somebody seal this damn coolant leak?
5: I'm on it, sir.
11: Right behind you.
2: Here are the readings you wanted, sir. Well, it's about time. Damn. Ah, this isn't right at all. Do I have to do this all myself? Excuse me, sir? Come on, crewman. You can help. You there! Get down! That is not where you want to reset that. If that thing blows, I will have to write your next of kin that you died an imbecile. You reset it from the undercarriage.
9: I'm sorry, sir. It won't happen again.
2: (sighs) I'm surrounded. Excuse me, sir? Never mind. Just follow me.
5: Commander Hawthorne came by on tour when you and Commander Reznov were off ship. He didn't seem happy, considering the captain gave orders not to leave the ship. What were you two doing?
11: <sighs> Great. That's all I need. Well, when we were on the promenade, the captain contacted the commander and somehow knew that the commander
1: was doing something he wasn't supposed to. He also learned that I was with him.
5: That isn't good, Lynn.
1: <laughs> yeah, tell me about it.
5: So, what was he there for? He
2: was- he he was getting illegal alcohol. Can you believe it? What?
5: Are you serious?
2: Have you sealed that leak yet, Ensign?
5: Yes, I've just sealed it, sir.
2: Good, good. Now go get me a reading from the Matter-Antimatter Reaction Assembly. Yes,
5: sir. I'll talk to you in a bit, Lynn.
2: Yeah. Talk to you later.
6: Captain on the bridge.
0: Remain at the con. Lieutenant, patch a secure channel to Commodore Williamson to my ready room. Yes, sir. Are we still alone out here? For the moment, it would seem so. Good.
10: Commodore, I have Captain Quinn from the vigilance on a secure channel.
9: Put him through. Captain, any luck finding the Citadel? We arrived
0: a short time ago and commenced an intense sensor sweep of the area. We discovered an unknown residual energy signature, and within that signature we found a small fragment of debris. We've confirmed the fragment is from the Citadel's hull.
9: Only one fragment? That doesn't make any sense. That's an Ambassador-class starship. I agree. And have you learned anything about this residual energy signature?
0: No, sir, but we are working on it. We were also attacked by pirates, sir. Uh, Five raider fighter ships dropped out of warp at our exact coordinates and ordered us to surrender. When their leader, a Nosican pirate captain named Nur, didn't like my response, they commenced firing.
9: And uh, I assume that since I don't hear the sounds of battle in the background, that the vigilance fared well?
0: Yes, sir. She was everything I thought her to be and more. Three of the raiders were destroyed and one escaped. We suffered minor damage. The Nausicaan captain's ship was rendered inoperable and we've transported him to our brig. It appears that he has information that he's willing to provide in exchange for his freedom.
9: And do you know what this information is?
0: Well, he seems to be suggesting that he has vital information regarding the Citadel, sir.
9: Captain, I want you to isolate the Nausicaan. Don't allow anyone to communicate with him until I get back to you. This is above both of us.
0: Understood, sir. Quinno.
9: Lieutenant Davis, get me Rear Admiral Hebert on secure channel and put it through to my office.
10: Aye, sir. Stand by.
9: Jesus, Mitch. What have you gotten us into?
10: I have Rear Admiral Hebert on secure channel, sir.
9: Put her through. Good morning, Admiral.
11: Good morning, Stephen. How are you?
9: Considering the circumstances, I'm fine, April. And you?
11: I'm good.
2: But I have a feeling that you didn't call me to ask how I'm feeling.
9: No. The vigilance returned to the Citadel's last coordinates. They found a small fragment of the Citadel's hull with an unknown residual energy signature. They were also attacked by pirates.
2: And there has been no other information regarding the whereabouts or what may have happened to the Citadel? No, April. I'm afraid not. How's the vigilance and her crew?
9: Well, according to Quinn, they only suffered minor damage, but they did take a Nosakan pirate captain named Noor as a prisoner.
2: Vigilance is having quite a start since being put into service. So what does this Nosakan have to say?
9: Apparently, the pirate captain is hinting he has vital information that he can provide in exchange for his freedom. Quinn believes this information has something to do with the Citadel.
2: And what do you think, Stephen?
9: Quinn could be right.
2: Or he has a fool's hope.
9: Or that. In the meantime, I've ordered the Nausicaan to be kept in isolation.
2: Excellent. I'll get back to you soon. I have a call to make. Understood. Hebert out.
9: Lieutenant Davis, get me the vigilance.
8: Mr. Captain Quinn. Quinn here. I have Commodore Williamson on a secure channel for you.
0: Put him through. Commodore.
9: Captain, return immediately to Cure Station.
0: Understood, sir.
9: See you soon. Williamson out.
6: Captain on the bridge.
0: Ensign, set course for Cure Station. Cruising speed.
6: Course and speed, laid in, sir.
0: Go.
10: Commodore, I have Vice Admiral Quinn on secure channel from Starfleet Command.
9: Thank you, Lieutenant. Put him through.
11: Hello, my old friend.
9: Steel... How are you?
11: You know, I never liked that nickname. Priest.
9: All right, all right, you win. How is it in San Francisco?
11: (laughs) The same. Surrounded by a bunch of stiff-collar bureaucrats who always want something for nothing. How's Cure Station?
9: It's only taken two years, but we finally have representatives from both our allies here.
11: I know the issues surrounding the Klingon ambassador. Thank the heavens for our advocate, Dijuk. How's the Romulan ambassador?
9: Even though she's young, she seems very smart and politically savvy, with no compulsion to speak her mind. I also understand that she's taken a shine to your son.
11: Now why doesn't that surprise me? Will that be a problem?
9: Honestly, I believe it will be a benefit.
11: I guess time will tell. Speaking of Mitch, how's he doing in his new assignment?
9: I take it you two still aren't talking much these days?
11: Regrettably, no.
9: Well... It's like watching you all over again, old friend.
11: Huh, I doubt that.
9: I'm serious, Randy. His style of command almost mirrors yours. I've heard on several occasions that those aboard his ship are starting to feel like a family rather than just a crew. Really? And he reacts the same way you used to.
11: And that could get him into trouble.
9: <laughs> Don't worry. I'm keeping an eye on him.
11: And what about my other boy, Nikolai? I assume he hasn't changed.
9: Not in the slightest. And you were right to keep them together when Nikolai was assigned to the Vigilance. Those two need each other.
11: <laughs> like we did. <laughs> I'm sending the USS Bellerophon to rendezvous with the Vigilance. The Pyre Captain is to be transferred to the Bellerophon for immediate transfer to Starfleet Command. The prisoner is to be kept quarantined until further notice from me. No personnel are to speak further with the prisoner. Not even Mitch.
2: I'll
9: pass that along. Anything else?
11: Yes. The USS Citadel and her crew will be officially listed as missing in action. No further resources will be diverted to continue the search.
9: Understood. Is everything all right, Randy?
11: I hope so, my old friend. Quinn out.
9: Lieutenant Davis. Get me Captain Quinn on the Vigilance. Secure channel. Commodore Williamson on a secure channel for you.
0: Put him through. Commodore.
9: Captain, your prisoner is to remain quarantined. No one is to have any further communication with the prisoner, not even you. You are to rendezvous with the USS Bellerophon for prisoner transfer. Here are the coordinates.
0: Uh, Understood. Also... The USS Citadel
9: and her crew will be officially listed as missing in action, with no more resources being
3: diverted to continue searching for her. But
0: Commodore, we can't just give up on Captain Grant and his crew.
9: It's out of my hands,
0: Mitch. How can Admiral Hebert do this? It
9: wasn't Admiral Hebert. It came from higher
0: up. From who?
9: Vice Admiral Quinn.
0: Understood, Commodore. Commodore. I'm uh, requesting permission to be the one to contact Captain Grant's fiance. Permission granted. Thank you. Quinn out. Captain Quinn to Commander Hawthorne. Commander Hawthorne here. We have been ordered to change course and rendezvous with the USS Bellerophon to transfer the prisoner. I'm sending you the coordinates. The prisoner is to remain isolated and absolutely no one is to communicate with
3: him. Understood. Is everything all right, sir?
0: Quinn out.
4: I believe that confirms it. It is definitely from a Klingon ship.
2: Oh boy. Well, thanks, Jelan.
4: You're welcome.
2: Commander Reznov to Captain Quinn. Quinn here. Valdor and I just finished our analysis on that piece of ship debris. And we confirm that it's definitely from a Klingon ship. Probably outer hull, but uh, that's all we know so far. Understood. Quinn out. Uh oh. Is there something wrong? I hope not. I'll see you later, Dylan. Enter. Okay, Mitch. I know that tone. What's the matter?
0: <sighs> I just got off a secure channel with Williamson. The Citadel and her crew will be officially listed as missing in action, with no more resources being diverted to continue searching for her.
2: He can't be serious! I mean, we owe it to her and her whole crew to keep looking. And what about the prisoner?
0: Apparently doesn't matter. And it wasn't Williamson's decision. It came from... Higher up.
2: Yeah? Who's the idiot?
0: Vice Admiral Quinn.
2: Oh. Damn. What are you gonna do?
0: Make a call.
2: Really? You're gonna call him?
0: No. There's someone else I need to talk to.
2: Ah. Okay. I'll leave you to it. If you need anything, you know where to find me. Good luck.
0: Quinn to Lieutenant Draw. Draw here. Could you please place a secure call to Nora Wilson at Narendra Station and put it through in here?
8: Certainly, sir. Give me a moment.
0: Glass of water. Five degrees Celsius.
8: Captain, I have Miss Wilson on a secure channel.
0: Put her through, please. Hello, Miss Wilson. I'm Commander Mitchell Quinn, Captain of the USS Vigilance. Do you have a moment?
3: You've been listening to Stymied, episode five of Endless Vigilance, a Star Trek fan production, a Two Sober Dwarfs Productions podcast, making magic for your ears. This episode was written, produced, and directed by Robert J. Harrower and Vincent J. Loria. It was audio engineered and edited by Robert J. Harrower, Vincent J. Loria, and Isaac Gooch. The voice talents for this episode are Craig Hustler as Commander Mitchell Quinn, Robert J. Harrower as Lieutenant Commander Wilfred Hawthorne. Matthew James Lottie as Lieutenant Commander Nikolai Reznov. Gary Warnock as Lieutenant Commander Dulan Valdor. Jordan Pierce as Lieutenant Max. Mandy Kay as Lieutenant Junior Grade T. Ladra, Abigail Wall as Ensign Jera Shivari. Daniel Ward as Dr. Orimon Nen. Jade Loria as Nurse Loria. Hazel Newman as Ensign Yale Tour. Isaac Gooch as Ensign Lin-Huai Chang. Braun Rock Mitchell as Lieutenant Emily Davis. Lady Azura as the Emergency Medical Hologram. Doug Ward as Ensign Traxless. John Luxick as the Security Crewman. Vincent J. Loria as Vice Admiral Randolph Quinn. Kevin Scarfe as Commodore Stephen Williamson. Elise Crowick as Rear Admiral April Hebert. Vincent Brownlee as Transporter Chief Damian Stewart. Phil L. a.k.a. P.M.R. as Captain Noor, Joshua Peruse as Crewman 1 and 2, and all other extras were played by members of the cast. Original music for this episode was provided by Nate Reynolds Welsh. Sunset was created by Andrew Codeman, and Good For You by THBD. Endless Vigilance, a Star Trek fan production, is based on Star Trek, created by Gene Roddenberry. For more information about this episode, or to find us online, please visit us at 2 on Twitter at Two Sober and at Vigilance track, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash two doors productions. Star Trek, and all related marks, logos, and characters are solely owned by CBS Studios Incorporated, two Soberdors Productions, the website, the promotion thereof and this fan audio drama are not endorsed by, sponsored by, nor affiliated with CBS, Paramount Pictures, or any other Star Trek franchise, and is a non-commercial, fan-made audio production intended for recreational use. No commercial exhibition or distribution is permitted, no alleged independent rights will be asserted against.